Welcome to Borderline. We are back from Texas. We are back from Miami. We're back from Topeka, but only briefly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally, we're doing this show on a Tuesday because everyone's traveling tomorrow and uh, there's a bunch of stuff going on up in the area. I'm traveling today. As soon as we're done, I'm literally getting in my truck and going. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And then, um, yeah. And then away we go. What, Friday, Saturday, Sunday with broadcast, but it obviously starts before then. And then so, uh, I get go. back in a truck and drive to the Outer Banks from Erie. Oh, what are you doing out there? A little Julie's vacation? Family. Yeah, Julie's family every year gets a beach house. Finally, some vacation, right? Little. Yeah. And so I'll spend R&R. spend a few days there, then drive back to Atlanta, then we fly back out. So, yeah. Yeah, crazy. and then you'll have to turn around to go to uh, Mesa. Mesa. Unfortunately, I'm going to miss Mesa. It's going to be the first event, Bernie, I think I've missed since... Uh, since I started this whole thing with Trey back in 2020, I don't, I don't yeah. think I've missed one. No, you, you know what's upsetting to me right now, though, you what's haven't that? even noticed. I, you know what, I thought when you, when, when you first signed on <laughs> just a few minutes ago, I'm like, wait a second, did you shave your face? By the way, and being so pale, you got to love this light coming in. This is an absolute wrong yeah. time of day to record in here because of the way the sun is. So I'm completely washed out because I'm so pale. It's just a there's big a, old cue ball with the sun shining off. Red with eyes and a blue shirt. On your screen, <laughs> uh, awesome. a, thumb, a thumb with eyes. Yeah, you went clean. You are you are like you, you're down to the scalp all over. Yeah, man. Does Julie to like start that? A, to start a new? I don't know. I don't think she's a big fan of the beard. So, oh, and with see, my like the beard, I've always and liked with, the beard. And with my, I mean, but I look thirty years older with a gray beard. A white. Yeah, gray but beard. at our age, I mean, at our age, what 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 are we trying to do? You know, I mean, I got to see. I'm not listening to. I'm not listening to you on this. You've got a perfect head of hair. You look fine for your age. I'm bald with a gray beard. I look like I'm 70 instead of 52. But but I think at our age we're supposed to be kind of no 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 no. no, You're not supposed to look 70 when you're. You don't look 70. I look. I I had someone at the store thought thought I was 65 the other day. Okay. Okay. Sorry. So so 65. Right. It's not 70. Shouldn't look, shouldn't look 65 when you're 52. <laughs> At That's least you get I'm some saying. nice discounts for it. Right. That's exactly what they were thinking at the store. I was like, no, nope, no, nope, I'm only 52, so I need to maybe take this giant white beard off. See, I think I think the beard is just a hip current look. That's 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 why I like it. Sure. But. You know, it's cool. I mean, I'm probably going to grow something back, but I Figured it was time to come down a little what bit. What happens if you were to grow out your hair? Would you could you grow stuff on the side? Can you grow yeah. anything on top? Yeah, it's all gray. Okay. I can't grow anything on top, but as far as the sides and the back, yeah. But it's yeah. just I have I really thin. It. I really I have really thin straight hair, so when it grows out, it's not like it's full and curly and you know no, it's just yeah. it comes out straight and thin, so it, it's not not an advantage really to have well, hair. I like it, but I'm, but, but it's a total, I mean, total hypocrisy on my behalf or double standard, whatever you want to call it, because I hate it. I mean, when I got my hair kind of shaved on the side, um, I, I, I do like the look, but when I saw all that gray, I just about screamed. <laughs> Dude, like, you're so, no. you're, you have no idea. You have no idea. You've got this perfect head of hair. Just, just so that guy, you know? Perfect voice, perfect head of hair, good-looking dude, talking to me about gray hair. Unbelievable. I'm not listening. The people out there aren't listening either. Come on, Jeff. 
you got it going on, man. Enjoy it. Enjoy well, it. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I do, but thank you. Yeah, you I feel like if I had it going it. on right now, I would be Josh Demel. <laughs> I'd be Bradley well, Cooper. Well, I'd, I mean, I'd that, be at the top of my game. That's a little different. Traveling sure. around the world. I, you know what? You know what? I, I, I would be Jackson Olson. Jackson. And I would have millions of social media followers. <laughs> How about that dude? That dude was fun this weekend. That was crazy. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun week. That was some interesting folks. I've got a lot to talk it. about, by the way, this week. Let's do it. Um, Let's get into I, it. I, I'm 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 still decide. Like literally, I've been deciding all morning um, how much I want to talk about certain things and how much I don't want to talk about certain things. So um, first, first of all, we will have our power rankings coming up, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. tough. This week's tough. I mean, you and I were doing these pretty much here up to the final second. There's lots of names that can go in this. And and this next week in Erie is, uh, I, can, well, I can't wait to see what happens. There are so many players playing at such a high level right now. And I love it. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's, you know, it's interesting because last night on ACL Live, we go through and did, we, we broke down the singles bracket. Look at some of the names that are barely top 100 players, like a Ryan Windsor. Mm. He's barely he's he's a twenty five seed, so that puts him somewhere between ninety six and hundred. Yeah, right? so deceiving though with just the one event though. I mean that's that's you know that, yeah, that's but that I one event just... counts. But see, like the, all right, well that's kind of my point with having certain people like you look at an Alan Rawls as a one seed, Jake Gore as a one seed. Are they really top four in the world? Because that's what their seeding has them. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah, know I if it. I buy that. You know, and so the same thing is we're doing these top ten lists, and I'm going through, and I was looking. You know, thinking about the the seating and the present rankings, essentially, I was like, yeah. wow, you know, how, I mean, how, how some of the mighty have fallen. I mean, you look at a Ryan Windsor, a 25 seed, you look at a Jamie Graham as a 13 seed, mm. you know, you start going down this list. It's like, wow, that's crazy. People, some people, yeah. some people are just not playing well. And that's, so anyway, we'll get to that later. I, yeah. It was I tough, digress. It was tough this week. It was tough this week. Um, I mean that's 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 one of the things. I actually had a conversation with Trey about it yesterday um, with these rankings. I, I uh, and and our stats as well. I'd almost like to have a combined, if we want to call it, like a combined ranking and combined stats where it includes your season stats. You're a baseball you know, guy. Yeah, when it looks like well, and you know, and we use the analogy of, of college basketball too. Like like I'll use Coastal Carolina because I do a lot of their games, but you know, let's say Asam Mustafa. Who just transferred to uh, TCU, by the way, which is a huge loss for Coastal. Six mm-hmm. nine two fifty. I mean, he's he's like a mini Luca Garza. Who oh, no one's going to know that name because he played at Iowa. But yeah, but I, I, know, I know who you're talking about. Literally, there's the five people in Iowa. Uh, five <laughs> Iowa fans that know that name. Literally five <laughs> people. Like, Look, what? what the <laughs> who is he talking about? about? Stop talking about <laughs> Iowa people. You're an idiot. <laughs> I mean, with the other anyway, Iowa anyway. people you could mention, you went Luca Garza. Yeah, right. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, but so so he, I mean, he he is. I mean, six nine two fifty. So he goes to TCU. But anyway, so my point is, um, you know, th- there are there's there's combined stats and there's conference stats. But mm-hmm. I'd like to know I'd like to know what someone's season stats are. You know, like when when I look at a Hunter Thorne, I, I I'd love to know what his stats are for 2023. I mean, open. I mean, shootout. Well, like whatever whatever event you have registered in as a pro player, even though you might not mm-hmm. be playing against pros all the time, 
whatever you've registered as a pro player for 2023, I'd love to know what your stats are. Do we not and have it's, that? And it's kind of like, it's no, not yet. But but Trey said, you know, may, I mean, we, we, we were talking about it and they're thinking about doing it for next year because it's like in college basketball, you know, when Kansas plays Washburn, it's a non-D1, but still the guy's stats count. Right. Sure. So, yeah, it's not them playing against Michigan State in a non-conference and it's not them playing against Texas in a conference game, but it still counts. But but then it's sortable. You can sort those. So. So, you know, if I want to see Hunter Thorne's 2023 stats, which includes shootouts, opens, nationals, whatever, I can see that. But if I want to sort it and see what he's just done in nationals, then we can see that. I think they'd be really cool to do because right now the rankings, the rankings are just like Fisher Hamilton. Um, Spoiler alert. He's killing it right now. I feel like we are seeing him make a good run pretty much everywhere, but he just didn't, he just didn't finish well in Corpus Christi, you know? So yeah. I think those I think are deceiving. Total, I mean, he's currently he's yeah. 40. Yeah. Currently he's 45th in the world. I don't think that's right. I think he can beat the crap out of a lot of people right now, but especially in doubles, I think he's playing better in doubles than he is in singles. And that's, yeah, he and Gavin are playing really well. And that's that's kind of hope. Oh, here comes the sun again, just to wash everything out. You want to be yeah, able to see, see me it. now. I'm just going to just going to be completely just a white screen here. That's all right. But I, you I, know what I, I'd love to do? That's another point in mind. I wish I wish this was just do you, do you ever listen to Smartless? The, the, the yes. podcast? I actually saw it, the podcast. I saw oh, it live. I saw it live. Yeah. A couple of years oh, ago. Man. Last I, I'd love to see them. I'd love to see them live. It was a little silly. <clears throat> I mean, it's just three guys sitting on a couch. They brought up a couple of guests. It was a little silly. A little and, sticky. And, uh, just silly. I mean, yeah. I, you know, it wasn't like their normal podcast. It was to me, it, it seemed remarkably unscripted. Like it, it seemed like they had no real plan, which is fine. Right. Yeah. But in New York, the ticket prices are pretty high sold out and you go in there and it's just three guys, just whatever, you know, it, yeah. was, it was, it was, it was different. So my point with that is it's just a podcast, literally yeah. just audio. How great would that be to not have to be on camera? And just do an audio podcast. It'd be so much better, right? Then we don't have to worry about shaving, not shaving. We don't have to worry about light, too much light, not enough light. Well, the funny thing is, I don't worry about any of that stuff at all. I, do. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's, I mean, I look how I look. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to become this really good-looking guy at some point. It's not happening for me. So <laughs> I don't, I don't worry about it. Yeah. But you know what I mean. It'd be so easy just to have audio. Sure. All right. Um, so yeah, so that was that was uh, one topic I wanted to bring up, and Trey and I had a good conversation about that. And I think uh, I think it, I, I think next year I think next year we'll have something like that where it's it you know it's if, if you want if you want to see what someone's done all year, you'll get that. Uh, but if you want to sort it and see what they've just done in shootouts, because I think that'd be interesting too. If we if we could if we could make it sortable, I think it'd be awesome. No, I'm with you. I mean, I think you would see some of the open warriors. That everyone like, oh, they're playing so well. Look what they're doing in the opens, and then you see them in nationals and shootouts, and you see they're very different. Yeah, and it's and that's I'm I'm with you. I'd love to see those sets. I loved what you said, by the way. I mean, speaking of different games and different stats and different dynamics, um, I was listening to you and Wally while I was prepping for this weekend because um, I I listen to you guys and kind of follow the action through the brackets. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm kind of updating my notes as, as as you guys go along. But I love what you said about Mark Richards um, because Mark and Mark made a nice run though. I I actually thought sure. this might be the weekend. That it's going to happen sooner or later. We, yeah, that we get Mark on a pro shootout singles uh, singles broadcast. I, was, I mean, it seemed like he was trending that way. But but I thought I thought your point was just terrific. That that he's used to outlasting people, 
And he needs that time. He really needs that time to work you and to kind of feel everything out. And mm-hmm. I love that. I love when you were saying that because uh, I, I, th- I think you were spot on with that. Just such a different dynamic for him. And I, and I think it's tough for him to be very aggressive early. I don't think he's used to it. And in shootout formats, especially the top players, if they can be aggressive early, get a few points, then, yeah, outlast them. Make them chase you. Yeah. Right? Then just throw bags in the hole and they'll never catch him. But I think it's tough for him to be super aggressive early to get a two, four, maybe five point lead. And then yeah. they're not going to catch him. Right. But I, I don't think he does that well yet. And I, I think he struggles with the mindset of a round limited format. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's going to happen sooner or later. He's too good. But it, it's interesting to see that Matt guy who I think has kind of figured it out a little bit. And Mark Richards have struggled bit. in the round limited format where other players have seemed to like a Ryan Smith, for example, who I think is still kind of struggling in games to 20, not struggling, but not at his top form in games to 21, but he's a shootout wizard. Yeah. Right. So it's interesting. You know what I'm going to, I've, I've mentioned this before to people off the air that one of my favorite things about the sport is our access to players. I don't, I don't get that. Right. I mean, in college football, the college football players are untouchable. I mean, the coaches mm-hmm. really don't want to talk to you. You know, we have conference calls that that that, that these coordinators and head coaches begrudgingly <laughs> join yeah. us on during the week. Sure. Right? They don't want to be there. Um, and uh, and in court, in basketball, same 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 thing. You can kind of get the players a little bit on the court beforehand because we sit on the court, so you get them a little bit. But in our sport, cornhole, um, we have access to all these guys. I got their telephone numbers, so you know what? I'm just going to call Mark. And have a conversation with him about that. Because I thought what you said was so spot on. And I found myself saying, man, I, I wish Mark was a part of this conversation right now. Because I, I'm, I'm not so he sure. He might see it differently. I mean, he might see I don't see think so, Bernie. I think he'd agree with you. But but again, that's the great thing. I mean, you know, I've mentioned it before. When I want to call these guys, we can just call them. So I'll call yeah. them and ask them. Hey, uh, quick shout out, Lori Duell. Um, Man, what, what a huge bounce back for her, right? Sure. That's got to be tough, Bernie. You and I talk about this. You know, all this, sometimes we get in the way of our own head. Not sometimes, a lot of times we can get the, in the way of our own heads. And, you know, for Lori to be able to, you know, lose in the finals, especially having that game won basically in, in my, not in Miami, but in, in Florida, South Florida, to have that one against Rosie and then to lose it late and then to come back the next week and win and go through the gauntlet again of the single elimination, just to have that mm-hmm. determination and that fire and that consistency to come back and do it. Um, I'm so impressed with Lori. I, I really thought that that was a huge win against Elizabeth Tennyson, who I was really impressed with. I mean, mm-hmm. she she doesn't suck at all. She's yeah. really good. And, and I mean, you talk about, I mean, you know, we talk about the lights and people being nervous on TV, and she's like, what lights, what TV? Yeah, she, she was so great. locked in. I mean, she she that moment was not too big for her. So, I mean that that could have gone that could have gone sideways for Lori, but but uh, I think man, Elizabeth Tennyson and, and you know in the shootout kind of format, I think that shows that any level of professional can do it if they get hot, because they're all really good. And I think yeah. that kind of gets lost in the shuffle with us being so recency biased and so elite biased within the sport. They're all really, really good. And all it takes is one hot day, especially in a round limited format. And you have a player like Elizabeth Tennyson, who, if we're being honest, isn't one of the top 10 women. No. And then she just gets hot. She played like it. She played like it this weekend. And they can all do that. And that's what I mean. I I think it's it's kind of staying in that moment. I think some of them kind of get lost in the moment. And I and I think she did really well. I was surprised, to be honest. I thought she she played a lot better on the broadcast court than I thought she was going to. 
It's so funny that you use that expression lost in the moment because that's something that, that that's an expression that I heard from Carrie Underwood of all people, believe it or not, years ago. Um, because she used to, believe it or not, battle with stage fright. And she might still, a lot of them do. I mean, you have the people have no idea. I mean, a lot of these entertainers get nervous. A lot of these actors and actresses get nervous behind the scenes. They forget lines. You just don't see that because they cut it out. I'm terrified. But, but Carrie, Carrie used to Carrie used to get some pretty good stage fright. And that's what she used. That was kind of her her saying that she used to to get past the nerves was try and get lost in the moment. And I've talked to our players about this. I mean, I've talked to many of them about this. I don't want to mention anyone by name, but, but, uh, that's, that's something that, that performers will do is try and get lost in the moment. Because when you get lost in the moment like that, everything else goes away. You are sure. so hyper-focused in your muscle memory and your mechanics that, that, you know, the nerves kind of go away and you're right. It looked like Elizabeth just got lost in the moment. I mean, she was, she was totally locked in. Yeah, I'm still impressed. So, uh, what'd you think of the weekend? Did you like? Did you like the weekend? Did you like uh, Super Hole? You know, it was it was good. I, I think. Look, I think Super Hole is great for the sport. I think it's great for exposure. It's just so difficult because you know. This you is wanna, my transition, by the way, into you, what I kind of want. You want to keep the crowd involved, but you know, right now, cornhole crowds don't understand. And it's my job, and I'm not doing a very good job of it, obviously. They've got to be more energized. This is not, you know, Super Hole's not going to be good cornhole. That's not why they're there. And I think that gets lost on people. They're not there because they're great cornhole players. They're there to have fun and put on a show. And it's more fun when the crowd's interactive and yelling and having a good time with them. And we just don't have that. And I don't think, I mean, at least I can't do it. I, I can't be the one that makes them that way. I mean, even, uh, you know, we, she, the Peloton girl who actually had dinner with, and I can't remember her name, Kendall, Kendall Tool, she yeah. even tried, right? She even went out and was like yeah. trying. To, I mean, and they just, it's flat. It's just, yeah, she flat. got going for about 15, 20 seconds. That's about it, right? And then, and then yeah. like, that's what happens. And then they settle back in. And I guess they want to see, I don't know what they want to see, actually, but we've got to figure out a way to get them more involved. See, I love, I love Super Hole, but it's different. And I, it actually has to be tough for you guys to make it seem, yeah, because it's, it's not very good. It's 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 not a good representation of the sport on television. Yeah, it's, and that uh, and that's tough. It's it's difficult when there's no atmosphere whatsoever. It's like it's like it's like back in my minor league baseball days. Yeah. When you know I'm calling a Greensboro Bats game against the Fayetteville Crocs on a <laughs> Wednesday night. And there's literally 23 people in the stands, <laughs> yeah. and somehow you got to make this sound like Game Six of the World Series, right? And it just ain't happening. As good as you sound, you need some sort of atmosphere there to help you out a little bit. Yeah, you know. And you so, hear the so, one guy, so come is, on, boo! Yeah. So this is this is one of my this is one of my points, and you know, people like it. You and I were talking this week. People like it when we feel back the curtain. Um, you know, do we need to do we need to start piping in some crowd noise? Like, what is going on this year? Like the crowds, and I don't want to say I don't want to say crowds because we don't have big crowds yet. But you know, our crowds are our players. But like even the players who are normally there, who are normally energetic and into it, um, you know, like like when we cut our open, you know, Trey and I used to stand on the court and we'd have the the camera fly down and 
and we'd be on TV and the people are going nuts behind us. I and, don't know and why yeah, we went away from that. And, and yeah, I mean, yeah. Is it, is it staged? Sure. It's staged, but people like it. We all had fun yeah. and perception is reality, right? It's got a big time feel when you do something like that. Sure. You know, I mean, it sounds like, and it looks like there's a lot of people there and it works. And, and, I don't know and, why they went away from it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know either, but, but, but we're not getting that energy. We're not getting energy while the players are playing. We're, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Like I remember, I think you and, and maybe you and Wally or you and uh, Anthony would have, said, would have said something like this, but I, I think it was you. Um, and I think it was in Corpus Christi or was it Wally that made, made the comment that even, even the crowds around the live stream courts weren't we're as big. Yeah. I was, saying was, that, that. was that you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I totally agree with you. I was, I was like, where, where is everybody at? Like, like and so so, I I have I have a theory and I'm I'm uh, I don't know if I I don't want to approach this. It's it's like it's like when we were talking about the whole slide game, you know, and and clean slide game versus the dirty bag, right? I don't want anyone to misconstrue what I'm about ready to say, like like it's like it's a negative because I think that's one of the the good things about our show. Is that you know I can't you I, I believe it or not I think you can I cannot break down the sport like Trey and like Anthony right I just can't do it I don't play at a level like Wally I don't I'm trying I'm not there yet I'll right. get there but but so so I think my biggest asset as a broadcaster and doing this podcast and just being involved with you guys and and behind the scenes having conversations with Trey and Fred and and Stacy is that I come at this like a fan, you know? I mean, as an insider and as a broadcaster and as someone who's very passionate about the sport, um, and I love, I love broadcasting, I love watching it, but, uh, but I'm a fan. And, and I'm starting to wonder, Bernie, um, kind of going along the lines of what we were talking about, do we have too much cornhole going on right now? You know, is, huh. and, and go, go with me. For, yeah, I, I mean, go, I go with it. me for a second because I, I wrote this down. Because I and 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 again, please, I, I'm not being negative about this, but what I want is I want greatness. I've mentioned this many, many times. You know, that's why that's why I don't like an all dirty game. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see crap on the boards. I don't want to see misses. I want to see greatness. And it's the same thing with the season. I want all of our greatest players to be at every single event. If you don't, you know what happens? It's the XFL. It's the USFL. And trust me, ESPN is scrambling right now because the ratings with that suck because it's not a high level that people expect. So here's what we have now. We have eight pro shootout qualifiers. We have a pro shootout championship. We have a pro invitational. We have the kickoff battle. We have cornhole mania. We have bag brawl. We have the final chase. We have the world championships. We have eight super hole qualifiers, you know, with a lot of celebrities that many of us don't know playing against players who we don't know, eight of them. Then we have a super hole championship. And now we've got 16 teams on top of that, you know, playing every weekend. But sometimes we see them. Sometimes we don't. And we're going to have teams championship. It's, it's like, OK, like, like, man, really? Players can't make all those. They, they can't possibly yeah, I, travel to all those events. I mean, I, I'm just wondering. And, and again, I'd love well, all to those events are intertwined. Is, is I mean, there... let's, let's be hold on. Let's be honest about that. A lot of those events are intertwined. They're on the same weekend. So it's not like they're traveling to a lot of individual things. Your team's contests are going to be where a national is. Your shootouts are going yeah. on where Super Bowl is. So you're not traveling to each individual one of those things. They are the same weekend. But 
I, I hear what you're saying. I agree with it, especially with Super Hole. I think it's very difficult for people to get excited when they don't know who the celebrities are. And that's not a knock on Marlon. That's not a knock on anyone else. Correct. It's just if, if they're not A or even B level celebrities, you're not going to get buy in from an average person who has zero. And I mean, zero idea of who they are. Now, what we're trying to do, at least from what I can gather, is you're trying to get celebrities that have followers and you're trying to get them to interact with their followers. So if you get someone that has 3.1 million followers on Instagram in today's world, that has value. The average human being at home may not have any idea who they are, especially if they're over the age of 35. Right. They have no idea who that person is. No. And, and that, that's a problem. And, and, that's, and that's a problem live because there's no buy and there's no care. Like, I don't care what that person does. Now, when we had the Buffalo Bills players, everyone's an NFL fan in this country for the most part, right? You had buy in. Even if they weren't, you know, Josh Allen out there, but you still had some buy in from those guys. I'm with you to a degree. I don't know if we've, got, if we've reached an oversaturation level yet, but I hear what you're saying. And I think this is where the shootouts hurt because once you get past the first four or five, you've lost a lot of your top players, right? You, you, they've already qualified. Well, they're not coming back. You might see them in doubles, but you know, they're not right. coming. They're not playing in singles. So you're not going to see them again. I think the nationals still have a national vibe. I think they're always going to be, yes, I think you'll see a absolutely. completely different feel this weekend. And the team's events are at national weekends, so it's different. It's not like they're having to I mean travel more from to a something. Viewer. I mean more from a viewer. I understand. Viewer's I, perspective. It's, it's like at some point the viewer is like, what am I watching? Wait a second. I thought we just saw a championship last week. But now we're now we're talking about a different championship this week. And now we're – Yeah, but I, Jeff, I think, we do I think that with golf. Jeff, you do that with golf. You do that with tennis. You have a complete season where golf is on every single weekend. Every single weekend through the summer from the from the start of january through the end of september golf is on every single weekend okay yeah, but it's it, but it's you're not getting the top player you're not getting the top players every week but they're still there tennis is on every week yeah i mean you're you're, you're not getting the top players except for certain Moment. But it's but it's but it's it's so simple though, right? It's the tour. It's the PGA tour. That's what we have. You're you're talking as if we don't have that. We now have that. Yeah, but That's we have exactly we have, what we have. But we have the shootouts. We have Jeff. You the have that in golf. Have you the... have that. You have that in golf. With you have your four majors. You have it with your what do they call those? Uh, there's there's like a the set of like eight different tournaments that that kind of go up. You have your match play championship, and you have certain championships that aren't the majors, but yet they count more. I mean, you yeah. have that in other sports, and that's what I think Cornhole is trying to replicate. Now, I okay. see what you're saying from a from a viewership stand. I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're oversaturated yet, but I get your point. I think it's a very valid point. I just don't think we're there yet. We're close. Well, again, that's that's why I'm asking. I know? think I, I'm with you. I would have to ask. All right, what are our ratings? Are our ratings is there a precipitous drop? Because we're oversaturated, yeah, I, don't I don't. I don't think there is yet, and so I, I think that's that's a good question. I, I like the idea. I like where you're coming from. I, I think it's an interesting point. I don't think it's going to work well in the room with Trey and Stacy and Fred. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, we're oversaturated. I think we need to cut back on all this. I don't think that's going to go over well. But just, it's I, just uh, a thought. It's no, just I, a I, I think it's close. I think it's a really valid point you bring up, and I hope they're watching so they'll pay attention to it. 
I think oh, they a, do. Yeah, they watch. I mean, Fred, Fred has told me that that I mean, he he loves watching our show because um, it helps him learn other people's opinions, and he sure. literally takes stuff that we say into their meetings, and they will talk about these things. And that's super that's, why I, that's why I just wanted to I just wanted to to bring it up. And again, I'm I'm not trying to bring it up as a negative, but but something I am worried about. Like like if it were me, I would I would do away with the Super Bowl qualifying series. Me because too. what I now, I, now again, don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I love Super Bowl. I want to do Super Bowl. I want to do ten players, right? And do you know give give a couple people a buy, whatever you want to do. Do ten, maybe do twelve, maybe do eight, but do a big event that's at the Super Bowl. I get it. We can't be at the Super Bowl. It's super expensive. But do it like we did the first couple of years, where it's in and around sure. somewhere in the I'm vicinity of. I and just, and just blow it up, put it on national it. TV, and it, and it is great exposure. Full All agreement. this other stuff, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if I'm buying it. I don't know. Again, I love, I love, I love meeting these people, and I love being there. And yeah. it's, and it's pretty cool. The cornhole sucks. I mean, it's really not great. I mean, it's really not great to watch. They're just, they're just not good. Um, and again, when I see a sport, I want to see it played at a very high level. Sure. Um, but, but for example, uh, for example, to your point, when golf has these challenges. The athletes and the stars that they get are marginal. Even if they're bad, they're playing with Tiger Woods. They're playing with Phil Mickelson. They're playing with the elite, elite, elites of the yeah. game, especially the names of the game and the names that they get to play in these things. Now, obviously, it's a different sport. It's been around for decades and decades and decades on television. So it's a different animal. Yeah. Apples and oranges. I get it. But I'm with you 100%. Getting celebrities that people don't know doesn't work. Because then it's very hard to care that they're not good at cornhole. I can I can get past it if Tom Brady comes out there and throws ones. Right? Who cares? It's Tom Brady. Awesome. But someone that no one knows, it's like, why are they why, why are we watching this? Why are we here? Yeah. And I gotta be honest with you. I gotta be honest with you, Bernie, that that you know, if if I'm watching those pro ams, the only reason I watch the pro ams in golf is because they can play a little bit. Aaron Rodgers can play a little bit. Tony Romo can play a little bit. Wait till you see Stephen Curry play in this thing. Stephen Curry can oh, play. Oh, I know. Yeah. So, so, so to my point, if, if I turn on the game, you know, the match and Aaron Rodgers is chunking it all over the golf course, like, like I am, you know, I'm going to watch for a couple of holes and I'm going to laugh and I'm going to say, Oh, good. He, you know, I, I play golf better than he does. And then, you know what? I'm going to turn it off. I'm not going to sit there and watch that. I'm with you. I just I know how this conversation we're having and we're kind of in agreement on. I know how it's going to play in a different room and it's not going to play well because in that room, everything has to be positive, 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 positive. That's why yeah. I'm not invited to well, that room. But, and, and, but I'm not invited to that room anymore for that very reason, because I'm a little bit more of a of a person that will see the other side of the yeah, coin. And, 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 but I don't, I don't want I don't want this to be again, I don't want this to be misconstrued as negative because I feel like some of the things we're talking about will be a positive for the sport. Absolutely. I'm 100% I mean, it's, it's, it, I, I, it, it's it's not. a Oh, I mean, this this is not a negative on what the hell are we doing? This is a hey, hey, maybe let's just do it. Maybe better. We've got an idea to do it better. Yeah. Right. Let's to, to, make, better. to make their, to make more sense of an urgency to make more people want to be there to make more people want to watch and to make the game more popular overall. So I don't feel like this is a negative conversation. We're just trying to make a few suggestions sure. to change it. But but I can tell you something's got to change inside. I, I don't care if we start piping in some crowd noise. Something's got to happen. I mean, they're they going to have to hire they somebody else. They're going to have to hire somebody else because I don't have that ability to get that crowd going every second. They're going to need well, to get someone that can do it. I don't know if there is someone that can do it. Seriously. That, yeah, I 
you know, and, it, it's yeah. Unless we it's start offering job. free beer to get people to come in from out, because that's that's what worked at Nashville. Free that's borderline why, T-shirts, but, yeah, right? That, that'll definitely get them in. But like that's remember that Nashville experience everyone talks about over and over again. Yeah. How it was great to have that was free beer. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is the other thing is too, and and I just have had a conversation with uh, Athena Delgado about this, and uh, let's see, it was Athena, Alan Rawls was there. Um, Oh, Chris Kingsbury, I think, was there in on it. It was when we were all out the other night. By the way, it was so great hanging out with all, with all those people. Um, we had so much fun um, in Fort Worth after that. But, um, you know, something I said was we kind of, I, I feel like, and, and again, just another suggestion, I think we need to start going to the people. You know, like like we, we got to find some areas, and, and I know it's easier said than done, Bernie, and I get it, but but I wonder if we can start being really creative on where we book. And if, if we have to book outside in tents, then we just take our chances. But I feel like we need to go to the people. And in Nashville, I know, I see you shaking your head. I see it. No outside. In Nashville, in Nashville, we went to the people. We went, and I get it. It was the arena. We got a one-time deal, and now yeah. it's super expensive to go back. But we need to find a way to go to the people, get into the crowds, get to where people are walking by and they're like, wait a second, what? USA Cornhole Championships? Well, shit, let's go watch. You know, because when we're out way out in the boonies of Miramar, Florida, there ain't nobody walking by saying, oh, what? I'm with you on that. Professional Cornhole? Let's go. Let's go. There's nobody out there. Like we got to go to the people. We got to find a way to, to make it to where people are, you know, get, get, Get in with them. Get into the cities. Get into the neighborhoods. Get like like in minor league baseball. You know, immerse yourself in the in, like marinate in the culture. Find a way so that people walking by will be like, "Hey, let's go." Because right yeah. now, where we're where we're playing, no one's going to go. I, I'm with you, even though I've been to a lot of minor league baseball games that are three quarters empty. Most of them are. But per, hey, perfect example. Sorry, let me interrupt. Perfect example. You and I have talked about this before. Charlotte Knights now. Versus the Charlotte Knights when they're in Fort Mill. Ain't 100%. nobody going to those games on unless it's fireworks night. <laughs> right. Nobody was going there. Yeah. No and one was move, going move there. Move it downtown. Just, yeah, and then you can walk across the street from that yeah, whole road. Yeah, go to the, the people. Go yeah. to the people. Go where it's, they're it's at. It's a matter Find of money. Them. Look, it's it's a matter of money. I mean, like yeah. this all comes down to money. This all, if you want to break it down, it comes down to money. Plain and simple. Yeah, I get it. I and know. and like, look, all the ideas are great and. You want to hear a phrase that I've heard in that room that we talk about so much? They're tired of listening to people that point fingers and say what's best. They want to find people that know what to do. And the problem is you have to find to know what to do with the money that you have. Yeah. And for whatever reason, for whatever reason, we're still not able to generate the funding that we need as as a sport. Don't know why. It'll get there. We're still so young. I mean, we're still so young. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're literally what is this year six, basically of the of what we can call kind of the modern. Era? Yeah, I mean five or I mean yeah, I uh, guess yeah, six maybe is, maybe not even six, maybe five. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's yeah. super tough. I, I don't. I'm with you. We've got to find a way to get into venues where people can get to them. I mean, people aren't going to like. We have a hard enough time to get people to walk to our sport. And then we go to certain venues where we're asking them to drive 30 minutes to our sport. Like that's not going to work. Right. Yeah. That's just not going to work. And so, yeah, I don't, because I don't know. It's really because it's, it, and I, and again, I only say this because I, and we, and we, you and I, I think just talked about this last week, maybe two weeks ago on the show, you know, I only say things like this and you do too, because we love the sport. We are passionate about the sport and I am absolutely 100% hooked. 
And I know if we could just go to the people, if we can just get people to watch, they're going to get hooked like all the rest of us. I mean, it doesn't matter. You can Mm -hmm. be Joe Schmo from Iowa City, Iowa, like me, and walk into your first event, 1999, going to 2000 in Myrtle Beach, and be blown away, right? And, and, And I'm a nobody. Or you can be Deion Dawkins, the starting left tackle of the Buffalo Bills, and walk in. And he's like, what the hell? This is incredible. You know, I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter who you are. Everyone loves it. And and so I just, I just, I just say these things because I care, because I'm passionate about it. And I want yeah. the most exposure possible because I know everyone who watches it loves it. And especially when they watch it done at a high level, man, mm-hmm. they really appreciate it and love it even more. It's, it's, it's incredible. It, it is tough because it's, there's some games that you can watch people struggle and kind of laugh and it's silly, right? We don't have that game. It's a terrible thing to see when someone's awful. Yeah, I, I think, and, I, and I'm with you on that. We've got to find a way around putting awful on TV. But I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the way around that is. I don't have a solution, so that's why there's really not much. Well, to the say. only, in, in my in my opinion, the only awful that we're seeing, and and again, it's fun. At least it's fun. Is Super Hole. I'm right. just, I'm just, you know, when when the bags are are literally not even getting lid. Yeah, you know, across the floor. That that's just not entertaining to me. But maybe that's just becoming. Maybe I'm becoming a cornhole snob. Maybe that's what it is. I've well, seen it played at such a high level that when I see someone else who who's not there or even close, maybe maybe I'm just a snob and I'm like, I'm no. Not. Once again, I think we're okay with it if it's someone with enough star power to make it okay. Yeah, but like I said, I'm not going to watch Aaron Rodgers chunk it all over the golf course for more than a couple of holes. It, that to me, that is just—I've got a million that, things that I'd rather. That's do why they're playing with Tiger Woods, though. That's why they're playing with a with a player that's going to keep your attention, right? Or you know, you got Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy yeah. or whomever that's playing. True. You're, you're going to sit there and watch that, even if yeah. Aaron Rodgers is, is shooting a seven on a par three, right? It, it's it's different. We got to. How well, do we maybe, find maybe that? that maybe that's maybe that would be a way to do it, Bernie. Maybe we do it kind of kind of blend uh, blend it kind of like what we do with the with the pro shootout side. Same thing with the Super Bowl series. So so we team each like on the very first Super Bowl, right? Very first one, you team our four celebrities with our top four players, one, two, three, four, right? Whatever ranking you want to use, one, two, three, four. Whoever wins, you're out. You're into the championship. So now next week, it's the four celebrities against two, three, four, five. Yeah, I know why they yeah. did it. They they did it to give the pro division more exposure. I I totally I, understand I, that. I know why they did it, and and that's what the pro division doesn't even understand. I mean, some of the things they've done is to give more people more exposure. And I don't know if it's work. I'm with you. I don't know if that necessarily works, but I think we're yeah. trying to get away from having a mutiny within the pro division. Yeah, right. but I think I think that would be something that they would understand, though. I mean, no, if you're taking the, if you're taking the four celebrities and it goes to the next four. They don't I mean, understand. Then, then you they all want to be on TV. They're all upset that they're not on TV. They're all upset they're not on TV. If you really want to talk to the pros, ask them. They hate the fact that we push Matt Guy so much. They hate the fact that we talk about Mark Richards so much. They hate it. They detest it. So if you're saying we're going to put the same basically eight people on TV all the time, they're not going to like that. You know what, people, and I just have got to get better. I mean, look, I, I'm with well, you. I, I'm with uh, you on this, actually. The the person I had this conversation with will remain nameless, but similar conversation. But you know what? Everyone hated it in golf, Bernie. And you remember this. Everyone hated it in golf, right? Everyone talked about Tiger Woods all the time. Tiger Woods this, Tiger Woods that. Made everybody more money. Is cha- Absolutely. 
Absolutely. They quit he, made he made everyone everybody in the money. sport of golf rich and not just players. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Event Dude, organizers, I remember, TV I remember executives, 1997, 1998. He made millionaires yeah. of everybody. So, a, so if you don't yeah. like that, that, that a sport is highlighting a top player who can bring you money, then shame on you. Yeah, because absolutely. That's, that's what happens. Once upon a time, if you were ranked 100th in the PGA Tour, you probably had another job. You had another way to bring in income. For sure. After Tiger Woods, the guy with number 125 is a, barely getting his card was a millionaire. He yeah. changed everything. And I've been saying that. We don't have that person yet. I don't know who our transcendent person is. It's, it's coming. This is something else I'm to. saying, too, behind Has the to. scenes, is that at some point, there's going to be somebody. Actually, all right, I, I was just talking with Alan Rawls about this the other day. We, we were talking about how exciting it's going to be because someday there's going to be somebody that comes into this game. And, and Nike or Adidas or Under Armour take notice of this person. Mm-hmm. And, and, and all of a sudden, they're like, wait a second, why aren't we in this? Like we could own this court. Like Nike sure. could put their damn swoosh across the broadcast court and on the boards and get more exposure doing that than doing pretty much anything because of all the TV exposure that we have. And yeah. Alan asked me, he said, he said, uh, he said, do you think that person's out there right now? I don't know. I'm I don't not sure. Him. I'm not sure. You if that see person's him? Out there right I don't now. see him. You, t- you tell me who they are. I, I don't see him. I can't. I, right I, now. I see you're going to, it's going to be one of the younger kids. And it's going to be an attractive female. And I know people get so upset when you say things like that. It's a fact. Look what Anna Kornikova did for women's tennis. And she never won anything. Yeah, it's true. I mean, and then your other people have to be transcendent. And there's some disagreement on this within the intelligentsia of our sport that, you know, they don't have to be transcendent. They just have to be a great player. It's like, no, they have to be transcendent. They have to be more than just a great player. Yeah. They have to have whatever it quote unquote is. They have to have that. And we don't have that person yet. Yep. We could, I don't, I don't know if that person's there yet. My, I, I'm not sure, but that, that's, that will be the day. Think about Jeff Gordon and NASCAR. Think about Jeff yes. Gordon and NASCAR, but think about how detested well, because he Jeff was. Gordon, because Jeff Gordon finally gave Dale Earnhardt Jr. A rivalry. I mean, th- th- those two guys hated each other. Everyone hated Gordon. That was the whole point because he stood out. He was making money. He was the one on TV every week and the rest of them weren't. We need that person that's willing to be that guy or that girl that everyone hates because they're getting all the attention. That's what we need. And I just don't think we're there yet to where we have a person confident enough in themselves to be like, you know what? Screw the rest of y'all. I'm going to get all the money. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and, and, and bring it in and bring it into the sport. Yeah. Because that's what Tiger did. Tiger brought money not only into himself, brought an astronomical amount of money to himself, but in turn also brought it to the sport and the exposure, and TV contracts, and it all yeah. it all trickled down. It did. Yeah. All right, dude, we are we are quickly running out of time. Everyone always <laughs> makes fun of us because I say that every every week, but we got to get to our power rankings. All right, let's let's do this. This is a tough one, man. This is a tough this one this tough. week. I, I, and and you know what? It's so tough. I'm not sure how much I'm going to change mine because obviously next week is going to change everything because we are just days away from getting all of our um action started in erie for the second national of the year all right is it my turn or your turn to go first it's who knows <laughs> you, right, want you want me, me to, to go, go? you want to go ahead you go okay um man all right so so number 10 i'm just gonna stay true with this just because i have from from corpus christi so i'm going jake gore i'm gonna keep him at number 10 
for one more week and we'll see how he does coming up in Erie. This is gonna be really interesting to see if he can back it up, right? I I feel like I'm expecting a lot from a 14 year old. I have to tell you this that this is how much I've been involved with cornhole too much. I had a dream, a literal dream, where the Gore brothers and their family were giving me crap for not having him in my top ten. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. A dream. Yeah, we're we're around cornhole <laughs> way too much. All right, so I'm keeping Jake at number 10 here for one more week. All right, number nine. I, I feel like my number nine spot has become uh, your number eight spot, but um, I, you know what? And, and this is going to surprise Trey Ryder because Trey thinks that I have a man crush on Jamie Graham, and maybe I did. Maybe I do. But Jamie, uh, I got Jamie out of my top 10, probably by, I think first time all season I'm, I'm taking him out. Um, and I hate, to, I hate to do that because I still think he's a championship quality player, but I'm just sure. not seeing it. And, and again, he won one match, won one match this past weekend in Fort Worth in singles and in doubles. So, um, and, then, and then number – all right, so, so I'll do Jake Gore at number 10. At number 9, um, I'm going to put Fisher. I'm going to put Fisher Hamilton. Wow. I, I was Believe it or not, I was actually going between Caleb Batson. Caleb quietly is having a pretty – he finished 13th, Bernie. And Corpus Christi. I, know I mean, he made a nice run, and he's yeah. and he just made another really good run. He's playing really well right now. But, yeah. I, but I'm I'm going to go Fisher Hamilton. I know Fisher didn't finish where he wanted in Corpus Christi, but I feel like he is right there, both on the singles and the double side. So I'm going Jake Gore number ten. I'm going Fisher Hamilton number nine, and then you know I got Alex Rawls at number eight. You and I were talking about this beforehand. Alex was one of those guys. Hey, if he's not in your top six, you don't know cornhole. Well, you know what. If, if Alex doesn't play well in, in Erie, then sure. maybe I don't know Cornhole because he's not going to be in my top 10 if he doesn't play well in, in Erie. So Jake Gore, number 10, Fisher Hamilton, number nine, Alex Rawls, number eight, Hunter Thorne, number seven. Hunter now top 10 in all three major categories in the sport. I mean, he's, he's still he's, really playing he's well. out of control good. Uh, Joe Neistat, number six. Uh, Matt Guy, I'm, I'm keeping him in my top five, even though he didn't play well down in Miami. But, but Matt Guy, number five. Kyle Malone, four. And then my three, two, one is the same. Mark Richards um, made another really good run um, in Texas. Uh, he's getting close on that pro shootout side. So Richards three, Devin Harbaugh number two, and I'm uh, keeping Justin Burton Jr. number one until until next week. I can't wait to see if he can make another great run. I like it. I like it. Uh, number ten for me is Cheyenne Bubenhut. I think she's right there. You're talking about a player that's yep. a three seed in the singles bracket. I think she's kind of taking a step forward. I thought last year she took a little bit of a step back. I think she's taken a step forward. I got her at number 10. Number nine, I have Hunter Thorne. I think I think Hunter being in the top 10 says a lot. I mean, to be in a, in, to be thought of as a top 10 player in the world with the amount of talent that exists in our pro division is extraordinary. So I got Hunter at number nine. My eight slot, which we talked about, I kind of is, is my fun slot. I slide people in and out. After last weekend in Fort Worth and what he's meant to the game, Cody Henderson. Pops in is yes. my number eight. A guy yeah. that literally like talked it. his way to two wins. Yeah. Literally was beat and done in two matches against Logan Chamberlain and Matthew Creek Killer and talked his way yep. out of both of those matches. It, it was unbelievable to see. I like uh, a good pick. I like number it. seven, I have Alex Rawls. I still have Alex in. And I, I it's hard to take him out when you don't see him. Yep. With Jamie Graham, the reason I don't have him in my top 10 is I've seen him play. There's something wrong. I don't know what – I can't put my finger on it. I don't know if it's confidence. I don't know if he still has some sort of issue with his shoulder that he had earlier in the year. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but he's not Jamie Graham right now. When he's back to being Jamie Graham, he'll be back in my top 10 because that's how good he is. But, but right now he's out. I've got Alex. 
at number seven. I got Joe K, Joe Neistat, number six. It's pretty strong. Joe yeah, Neistat, you and I both had him at six, yep. He's he's become the player that Anthony Ione a year ago said he would be. He has now become that guy. Anthony was right on the money, maybe just a touch early. Um, number six, number five, Kyle Malone. Still, you know, beginning of the season, he's the best player on the planet. He's dropped all the way down to number five. You're right. <laughs> Which is still pretty darn good. I've got Kyle at number five. Uh, if I go through, you know, then I've got I've got Justin Burton Jr. at four. Wow, what is the gun? Are we getting Matt Guy in your top three? I had him at number three last week. If you don't remember, I think yeah. Matt, Matt but, Guy's but, playing really, But after really, what happened really in Florida, well. he was not the same in Florida. And ah, this is a guy one. that you didn't even have in your top ten. Yeah, but he's been playing with. really well outside of it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, he's a two, of that seed. One performance, he's a two right. seed right now in the pro singles. Div- Look, it, outside of Devin Harbaugh playing like he was from a completely different universe, Matt Guy's on television and he's a one seed. He's in the top four in the world again. Okay, so Matt Guy's still Matt Guy. I've got him there at three. Mark Richards at two. I'm worried about my number one, to be honest. It's Devin Harbaugh. I've had Devin one all year. I'm going to continue to have him there until I see otherwise. Having that baby taking some time off, there has to be rust. Has to be. Mm, yeah, so it I'm does interested, happen. Yep. I, I'm it, interested it happens to in NASCAR what, all the time with drivers. It's I'm tough. interested it's to see what happens transition. this weekend because he hasn't been playing. He's been doing what he should be doing, taking care of his family. I'm, I'm curious to see how much rust is. Look, if he makes a broadcast next weekend, he's not human. That's all I'm going to say. And he deserves to be on everyone's number one list after having a baby, all the sleepless nights, all the stuff he's going through. Then, oh, yeah, not picking up a bag for a few weeks goes out. And if he makes a broadcast, dude's not human, but he's still my number one. He's got Yeah, he's at some point soon. He's got to find a way to win one of these nationals or a pro shootout because he's had he's had a terrific career. And right now, right now, he's kind of that guy, best player to not win a a major. Right. Yeah, he's 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 right there. So. But, man, is he good. He is just slinging it. So I'm with you. All right, dude, we got five seconds left. Uh, Safe (laughs) travels. I will see you in Erie. Looking forward to it, man. All right, brother. See you then. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. See you later.